This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. October 31st, 1926. Harry Houdini, the greatest escape artist in the world, is dead at the age of 52. He died in a Detroit hospital a week after a backstage incident in Montreal. A college student punched him repeatedly in the stomach. He died of peritonitis, caused by a ruptured appendix. The San Francisco Chronicle's headline writers were not subtle in the November 1 edition. The main headline on page 1 reads, Death Chains, Balk Houdini in Desperate Life Battle. Shackles of Grim Reaper Too Much for King of Magicians. And that was all before you even got to the lead of the wire story from Detroit. Harry Houdini came Sunday to the one shackle he could not fathom in life. The legend is that backstage in Montreal, a student journalist from McGill University asked him if it was true that he could withstand any punch to the stomach. Houdini said yes, that's true, but before he could prepare himself, the student hammered him with anywhere from two to ten blows before Houdini asked him to stop. He spent the next week in excruciating pain. He even passed out during a performance. But he kept his show going, and he refused to go to a doctor until it was too late. Harry Houdini was born Eric Weiss in Budapest in 1874, one of seven children of a rabbi. Family immigrated to the United States when Eric was four, and he grew up in Appleton and Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He was a good athlete and interested in acrobatics, magic, other tent show stuff from a young age. He struggled as a young magician, but he had one bit that was dynamite. It was a handcuff escape. In the late 1890s, a vaudeville promoter told him to concentrate on escape acts, and he was on his way. He became the biggest name in vaudeville and an important figure among magicians, a leader in forming a national organization that exists to this day. He also delighted in debunking claims of mysticism and magic. He used his own skills to show how those who claimed supernatural powers were fakers. For all that, he remains a spooky, mysterious figure in the popular imagination. I mean, of course Houdini died on Halloween. Of course he did. There's a new biography about Houdini called The Life and Afterlife of Harry Houdini. It's by Joe Posnanski. He's best known as one of America's great sports writers and, full disclosure, a friend of mine. I asked him to join me on Not Your Century to talk about the death shackles coming for the king of the magicians. Here's what I know about uh, Harry Houdini. He was an escape artist, and he liked to debunk uh, claims of magic, and he died when some guy punched him in the stomach backstage at a show. Uh, tell me about that death part and if that's legend or truth or somewhere in between. No, I think all, all that you just said is uh, is pretty well true. I, you know, obviously there's there are shades of gray in all of this, but uh, particularly the the death. Um, 
it is absolutely true that he was backstage at a show uh, in Montreal doing an interview uh, with a college newspaper, and a guy walked in and and he said uh, various strange things. But among them, he said, "Is it true that you have challenged uh, people to uh, punch you in the stomach? That you could withstand any punch from anybody in the stomach?" And Houdini tried to sort of uh, avoid the topic. Uh, but eventually being Houdini, he could never turn down a challenge of any kind. And he said, yes. And he started to get up from the couch in order to, uh, take the blows from this, from this guy. And on his way up before he had a chance to, uh, tighten his stomach, the guy unloaded, uh, as many as 10 punches to his stomach at which point Houdini raised his hand and said, that will do. And a week later, he was dead. So, so the story is 100% true. And uh, although how much that punch did, what that punch, you know, the role that punch actually played in Houdini's death, uh, these are all still questions uh, that many people argue about. Because uh, the newspapers, I was looking at the story from the October 31st Chronicle in 1926, and it said that he was sick, and it talked about his appendicitis. Um, so there yeah. was some appendicitis going on at the same time. Yes. And, and so the questions that people have asked is, did the punch spark the appendicitis? Did it uh, mask the appendicitis that he already had? Uh, is, is it possible? And I think quite likely that Houdini uh, really was not affected uh, at all by the punch itself, but because he was punching the stomach and his stomach was then uh, in great pain, he he was too proud to uh, go to the hospital because he would never allow anybody to believe that a punch to the stomach could put Houdini in the hospital. So you know, there's there's a lot going on, but certainly it was appendicitis that that uh, that was the, the the main cause, and they were actually able to remove the appendix. But by that point, uh, the poison had set in, and uh, peritonitis uh, is what actually killed him, and that was uh, you know that was the leftover poison from uh, from the appendicitis. And the thing about punching you in the stomach, like did that kid make that up or was that a thing? Uh, the, I've never heard that story about Houdini challenging people to punch him in the stomach except for that one last time. Was that a thing he did? That's you're, – you're, you are speaking uh, right, right on the line because uh, nobody has ever found any proof that Houdini actually challenged people to punch him in the stomach. He did challenge people to almost everything else. Uh, there's, there's evidence of him challenging people to hold their breath longer than him to, uh, you know, to have bicep competitions who had the larger biceps to, uh, to all kinds of things, of course, including in his act where people, she challenged people to build a box that could hold him or handcuffs that could hold him or whatever the case may be. His whole life was a challenge. So it is certainly possible that he did challenge people, uh, to punch him in the stomach and it just never really made uh, the news, and it's just not uh, in our recorded history. It's also possible that this this guy kind of invented it uh, because there is evidence that it might have been a college prank uh, because Houdini had been asked a couple of other times uh, about that. And and I always have found it interesting and charming and sort of the essence of Houdini himself that he might very well have not remembered ever challenging anybody uh, to punch him in the stomach. But at that point, when people said it to him over and over again, he he said, "Well, I probably did. You know, I just, I just, I just don't remember." But yeah, that sounds like me. That sounds like something I would do. That sounds like Harry. This thing about not going to the doctor. 
Uh, I've always pictured that as being, I mean, I have some Central and Eastern European Jewish grandparents myself who were like, nah, I'm fine, always, to everything. <laughs> and I always sort of pictured it like that, but you're saying it was part of this whole like pride part of his persona? Yeah, I think it was it was a little bit of that, a little bit of that sort of Eastern European, oh, you know, I'll be fine, uh, nothing, nothing wrong with me. But yeah, I mean, there was there's a little bit of the performer who Dini never wanted to leave the stage. You know, he he performed um, until he passed out on stage, and and that's when they took him to the hospital and finally removed his appendix in Detroit. So there's part of the show must go on, Houdini. But I think there was a great deal of pride here, and I think there is a possibility if this whole punch in the stomach thing had never happened, that Houdini would have realized, hey, I've got I've got something seriously wrong with me. And I need to go to the hospital. And and that probably would have saved his life had he done that. Uh, but he was, you know, he was Houdini. And the idea that anybody could punch Houdini hard enough to send him to the hospital uh, was just more than he could handle. Let's say he did do that. And he goes to the hospital and he gets his appendix out. And he's uh, a week later, he's fine. Would Harry Houdini be Harry Houdini in 2019? How big of a part of his legend was the way he died? Why do we even remember him now? Well, it's, the, it's a great question, and it's certainly the heart of, of my book, is why we still remember, why we still think about him. It, there's no question that, uh, you know, and I wouldn't be able to put a percentage on it, but there's no question that him dying the way he died, you know, still he was 52, he wasn't a kid, but he was still at the height of his fame. Um, you know, the, doing it on Halloween, that's a that's a big part of this thing as well. Uh, you know, the the weirdness of how he died and how... Yeah, there have been all kinds of conspiracy theories that that the guy who who punched him uh, was somehow connected to spiritualists who he was you know so busy unmasking and all of that. So there's all kinds of things around his death that unquestionably played a big role in why we still care about him and know about him today. Um, but he was Houdini, and if he had if he had lived on, I'm sure he would have found some other incredibly strange and interesting chapter of his life. That was that was really his genius was his ability to continually find something that grabbed people's imaginations and 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 made him feel somehow like uh you know timeless and and i think he would have figured it out i don't know what his next chapter would have been but i have no doubt that he would have figured something out joe poznanski's new book is out now it's called the life and afterlife of harry houdini this has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.